Welcome to the latest word from the church at Severn Run. Our church is located in Severn, Maryland, and is easily accessible from anywhere in the D.C. Baltimore area. You can subscribe for regular updates or check in weekly for the latest information by using our website, severinrun.com. Thank you for visiting. And now, today's message. So I want you right now, if you will, just to picture you as, as the biggest success that you can imagine. What does that look like? I want to suggest that God has a different picture. Whatever your vision is, God has a different picture of what, what you uh, at your most successful looks like. I believe with all my heart that the greatest success of your adult life is for you to change and become like a well-loved child, like your father's child. See... Thank you, Ben. Just going to work out a little bit? Ben, ben and I, Ben, we're not allowed to have guns in the uh, worship service. So. I prove that every Sunday. <laughs> so. um, I tell you, last service, uh, we had like the roughest start. There was like 50,000 things that went wrong. It was humbling. I mean, seriously, it was like, it was like amazing. Um, and we just kind of had fun and roll with it. It's because Satan really doesn't want you to hear this message today. Um, so I want to challenge you to listen. Jesus said something in Matthew 18, 3, and uh, it is the key to the kingdom of God. There is human religion, and then there's the kingdom of heaven. There's what we can see with our physical eyes, and then there's uh, an eternal reality we cannot see. There's what we think is God, and there's what is God. There's what we think is true, and then there's what is true. There's what appears eternal, and, and there's, then there's what really is eternal. And so I want you just to understand that in the, the religions of men and women, um, you know, do not automatically assume that those things are the same as the kingdom of God. Much of what you uh, think is God may be culture. Uh, maybe Baptist culture, Catholic culture, Presbyterian, Methodist culture, whatever. But it, but it may just be religious culture. And, and there's a kingdom right behind the veil that, that God is reaching through us, uh, reaching through, to reach out to us in Jesus. And, and we have to reach back and, and break through, you know, the, the veil of human religion, uh, human orthodoxy, human legalism. Um, and, and human practice, and, and then the kingdom comes. And so the kingdom of God is, is right here around us, and yet most of us cannot perceive it. Again, like this room being filled with AM and FM radio waves, there's music of every kind playing at this very moment here, but we're not tuned in. And there is an eternal unseen kingdom that is so close to you that you wouldn't believe it, but God wants you to. And here's how you get there. In Matthew 18, 3, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. I want to let that sink in. To all of the, the, the religious people who wear robes and have titles, to all of the people who are religiously educated and reach for power, 
to all of the people who gain knowledge and use it against, Jesus would say, change. You're not on the right track. You're, you're headed in the wrong direction. You have to completely change and become like a little child. And in fact, unless you do change and become like a little child, then you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So what Jesus is doing is reversing the whole course of life in a broken world. He's redeeming it. And we, we start out as children in a broken world. And, and we grow up into adulthood. But along the way, we lose our kid. Along the way, we lose our wonder. Along the way, uh, we lose our teachability. We lose our joy. We become self-conscious, self-critical. We become power-seeking and power-reaching. We, we begin to learn racism and classism. We begin to, to think about ourselves instead of others. All kinds of crazy things happen as we grow up. And, and there is a deadening of the soul as we continue to, to walk this path of, of adulthood in a broken world. And Jesus says, I'm going to reverse the whole course of life for you. And your growth is not going to be into adulthood. Your growth is going to be back into childhood. Not childishness. Some of us got that down. But into childhood. Into becoming your father's beautifully loved daughter and perfectly loved son. Do you understand that all of eternity, your eternal experience depends upon whether or not you're willing to change and become like a little child? Now, here's the deal. We all have a choice. God has given us a choice in Christ to live carried by the Father. And the very term Father is only relevant as we become children and live as children and, and, and learn as children and love God as children. We have a choice to listen to Jesus and, Jesus and live carried by the Father, carried through life by grace, or to listen to self and die carrying your world. Because that's essentially the choice. As an adult, you carry so much adult responsibility. You know, when you're young, all you want to do is grow up and I can't wait. Any of y'all do that? I can't wait till I'm older. Really? You love bills? <laughs> Woohoo! Let's, let's hear it. Yay, bills! Woohoo! I love mortgages! Yeah! <laughs> Who wants the, the fun of being free from that? You know? So, so we're so eager to grow up, and, 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 and we grow up in a broken world, an unredeemed world, and what happens to us is life-sucking. It is deadening. And, and we become people who begin to do God's job. And we start to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. I want to read a passage for you. Um, today that, that will be very familiar in the end where, where Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. But I want to pay attention to the first part of that passage. This is found in Matthew chapter 11, uh, verses 20 through 25 is, the, is kind of the, the introductory, you know, backstory to what Jesus is about to say. Um, John the Baptist has has just been murdered and Jesus has just praised him as being, you know, an awesome reflection of what real faith looks like. 
And then Jesus is standing in front of a bunch of Pharisees and Sadducees and a bunch of hard-hearted religious people who know stuff and who are, who are, you know, consider themselves experts. They're really set like concrete in their own opinions. They're religiously inflexible. They're judgmental of others. They're, they're pretty sure that they've got God down, that, that God really fits in their pocket pretty, pretty well, and, uh, and they really don't have any room to, uh, to, to change and, and learn anything new. And all of the wonders that Jesus performed, you know what I love about Jesus is Jesus wasn't a program. He's a person. And he doesn't come to offer you a program. He comes to offer you a personal relationship. As the father's son, he invites you to become the father's son or the father's daughter. (laughs) He invites you into the family to, to enjoy just being the father's. And so Jesus prayed this amazing prayer Uh, From us as a bunch of sinners, it's so subtle and so profound. Our Father, wait wait a minute, He's your Father. You're perfect, you're sinless. I'm I'm a crud ball. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm yuck. No, our Father. And Jesus walks and, and He does amazing, wonderful things that are not programs. He, in fact, you know, I know that God has everything infinitely planned out, but in the living of his day, you know, there's such a natural flow to Jesus. He never does the same thing twice. You know, we all want to program stuff and control it. Jesus just, man, he just walks through life and, and one way he'll, he'll heal, a, heal a blind man by, uh, you know, just speaking. Another time he spits in the ground and, and makes mud and then sticks it in the guy's eye, you know. That's just plain different right there you know you know and uh and 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 you ask you know the god of the universe to heal you and and he's putting yucky saliva mud on your face it's like that's jesus and it's wonderful but jesus was speaking to all these adults who were dead to the wonder and they couldn't see anything and so jesus says in in matthew 11 he says um to to the the gathered religious adults. Then Jesus began to denounce the cities in which most of his miracles had been performed because they didn't repent. They couldn't see the wonder. They weren't willing to to change. Woe to you, Chorazan. Woe to you, Bethsaida. If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. And then he he says, if the miracles were performed uh, in front of you had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you that it will be more bearable for Sodom than it will be for you on the day of judgment. There was something so dead inside of you, so dead to the wonder of, of the miracles of God, the movement of the Spirit of God, the breath of the God of God breathing right in front of you, the revelation of the Father. You couldn't see any of it. You stood inflexible. Uh, you know, you, you stood unhappy. You stood angry. You stood, you know, just, just in your religion, in concrete. And you wouldn't change and become like little children. And it's going to be bad for you on the day of judgment, Jesus said. Repentance is being so overwhelmed by the grace that you you see the insanity of sin and, and you joyfully give your life to Jesus. And you see the wonder of the love of God and your heart begins to soften and melt inside of you and you begin to let go of of your control and, and you choose to want a new life, a new life led by Jesus instead of self. 
Guys, you're going to listen to some voice in your life. It's going to be your own or it's going to be the voice of Jesus. You're going to listen to some voice in your life. It may be the, the echo of your father's voice playing out in your head. Maybe it's your mom's voice. Maybe she was the dominant one in your family. But you're going to listen to some voice. And you're going to, going to listen to that voice and die carrying the weight of your world. Or you're going to listen to the voice of Jesus and, and live carried by the grace of your father. Galatians um, 4.6 says, because you are sons, you are daughters, you are the children of God. It's not just a metaphor. It is, it is a defining spiritual reality. It is the kingdom come to the world. And if you don't experience this, then the kingdom hasn't come. This is not just words that should go in one ear and out the other. Because you see, the most dangerous place to be in the world is right where all these religious people were seeing the miracles of Jesus and, and hearing the words of Jesus and, and, and being offered the love of God and to be able to, to get used to hearing and, and able to ignore. And that's where so many of us are. We're used to hearing about Jesus. We're used to hearing about the love of God. But we're able to ignore it and then just go out and live our lives the same old dead adult way. It's wrong. It's dead. It's not the kingdom of, of God that has come. It's religion, and it may be cultural and what you see all around you, but it is not the kingdom of heaven come to earth in Christ. Jesus uh, made us sons, and, and Paul says God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. This is not a metaphor. This is a defining reality, the spirit of his son into our hearts, a spirit who calls out Abba, Father. And, and Abba is, is an Aramaic term. It really doesn't mean father. It means daddy. I don't know if any of y'all had pet terms for your dad, but whatever it was, um, if it was respectable, it's probably what Abba means. Dad? Father? Daddy. And the spirit of the son lives inside of you. If, you, if you're a follower of Jesus. And this spirit is according to, to Galatians 5, and 23. This is what the spirit produces in your life when the spirit lives inside of you. Love and joy and peace and patience and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control. That's what the spirit of God produces. And you and I have to choose whether we're going to listen soul deep to Jesus and live uh, letting the Father carry the burdens of life, or whether we're going to listen to ourselves and die carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. In verse 25, Jesus says, At that time, I, I, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things, all the truths of the kingdoms. You've hidden from the wise and the learned. Who's that? Us. All of us who, who got us some education or got us some, some uh, you know, uh, Catholic background or Baptist history or, or Presbyterian, you know, certificates. All of us who, who are wise in our own eyes and confident in our own opinions. Let me just say, you should be as confident in your own opinions as you will be when you stand face to face uh, before God Almighty in the presence of all the glory of His angels and, and see eternity past and eternity future. And if you're convinced that your opinion will be big then, then go ahead and let it be big now. But if you think that your opinion might not matter so much in the big scale of things, if you think that in that moment it might be better to listen than to impress your will on others, then maybe that's how we ought to live here in this moment. You see, when we've been broken by God, 
we become children who humbly and wholeheartedly place ourselves under Jesus' infinite authority. One of the good things that came about from, from my, 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 my life, one of the things that I, I did learn from my, my father um, was I learned there are boundaries, right? Um, my dad was about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and, and, uh, and I can remember when I was about 2'1", two, 2'2", two, two, um, looking up to him, and it was a long way up. And I really never dared take him on. I never did this. Come on, Dad. <laughs> Any of y'all have children who, who want to rule the world? Any of y'all have children who want to rule you? <laughs> you know? There's something inside all of us that, that's going to push the boundaries and see, you know, how much we can make life, um, you know, work for us, how much we can control life, how much we can bend life to our will. And, and, and one of the things I learned from my father was there are, there are boundaries you don't cross, and to fear the Lord our God is to, to fear opposing Him, but not to fear coming to Him. It means to fear going against Him, but it, it doesn't mean uh, fear of, of coming into His arms because you trust His goodness. The fear of the Lord is about seeing the insanity of sin and not going there, but, but it's also about seeing the goodness of God and running there. Healthy children don't carry adult burdens. They don't. And, and when we become the children of God, think about what that means in all of its, all of its uh, forms, in all of its fashions, in, in every direction, what that means. Now, now, if I could ask to borrow uh, one of your two-year-olds here, you know, uh, what I'd like to do is you give me a two- or three-year-old, and I want to ask them to carry this around, okay? Just, just carry it around, and, and I want them to take it out and play with it, you know, run with it, just... Just have a ball carrying all this weight because that's what children should do, right? In fact, you should go out and find some weights and just tie them up and put them on your kids. <laughs> I'm kidding. Some of you are going, Pastor said I could do that, you know? <laughs> They'll wear out much quicker. It's crazy, right? No two-year-old was designed to carry this. It just weren't. And in the same way, you were never designed to carry the weight of the broken world. You were never designed to, to carry the weight of, 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 of what God died to bear for you. Guys, we are the children of God if we have become followers of, of Jesus, friends of Jesus, fellow brothers and sisters of Jesus, who's the Son. And Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my, my burden is light. Come to me. You got to take the step. You can't stand back and wait for something else to happen. The ball's in your court. Stop waiting for God to make a move when he's already moved all of hell out of your way in the cross. Some of you are waiting for God to do something and the truth is God's already done it. It's your move. Come to me. I mean with a whole heart and a broken heart and, and with all that you are, are, are burdened by, all that's killing you inside, all of that dead adult stuff that, that isn't joy, that isn't love, that isn't peace, bring it to me and, and I will give you rest. 
when Jesus said this? Every Jew would have heard an echo of Jeremiah 6.16. This is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads. The crossroads is a place where journeys diverge, where, where horizons uh, you know, appear, where you can go in, in different directions. Stand at the crossroads and ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is. Look, look back and see what good things God has done in the lives of people who trusted Him before you and, and seek that path. Walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. But here's the truth of what, of what the Old Testament, the people of Israel said back to God. We won't. And Jeremiah 6.16 closes with this, but you said we will not walk in this way. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Let me just say that weary is a word for something that is soul deep. Weary is the deadness that you feel as an adult that makes you, you know, it's the energy inside of you that makes you not want to live. Weary is, is the burden and the weight that is just making you die inside. It is, it is killing you. It is, it is dragging you down. Weary is, is what you feel and you cannot answer. And the burdens, all you who are weary and burdened. How crazy would it be for a little child to carry a ridiculous weight around? How would it misshape their little lives? How, would it, how crazy is it for you as the child of God to be carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders when God never designed you to carry any of it. We got a choice. We can live carried by the grace of the Father in his arms or we can live carrying our own burdens and live rejecting Jesus just like the Pharisees, just like the Sadducees, just like all the dead religious people who've gone before us. Or we can come become the Father's child and we can hand him everything from our lives that is soul-sucking, that is spirit-killing, that is joyless and painful and, and too heavy and too much. We can give it all to the Father and His shoulders can bear it. His hands can lift it. The pain of your past, do not carry it any longer. Give it to the Father. The bitterness you have from the people who wounded you and hurt you and said stuff about you that was not true, that was wrong. The people who betrayed you and you're still carrying the energy of that. Give it to the Father. You can never live free as the child of God in love and joy and peace until you give up those burdens and let God carry them as your Father. And to carry these things on our own means we don't trust God the Father. We can't trust Him, so we got to do it. And is that really how you want to face God? To carry a bunch of burdens all through life, the fear of the future. Some of you are so worried about finances. Now, don't get me wrong, you better be responsible with your finances. It's crazy how, how people spend foolishly and then blame God for it. Own your stuff. Get into financial peace. We've got ways here to help you. But some of you are so worried about the future and your finances. You can't be a kid and do that. They're just things as a child you can't do. The United States Marine Corps will not take any six-year-old into their ranks. You can walk up and say, I'd like to sign up. They're not going to do it. Why? Children don't do that. 
And the children of the Father don't carry their own burdens. The children of the Father don't carry their own past. The children of their Father don't carry the fear of the future. The children of the, of the Father don't carry the weight of the marriage on, on them. They, they give it to the Father. And everything in your life that is dragging you down and, and making you not want to live, everything that is, that is just that is causing you pain and, and you're letting that pain take you into bad, dark places, all of that belongs on the shoulders of your loving Heavenly Father. And as we go through life, we don't have to go fearing as we age, you know, that, that life's just going to get worse. No, you're just going to become more and more and more a child who lives in freedom and joy, letting the Father carry every burden. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. One of the reasons... There aren't more people following Jesus is because so few of us are. So few of us. We're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders and I'm just telling you, it will kill you. Your marriage, give it to the Father. Your children, the Father. Your finances, well, you know where. <laughs> Your past, you know how a child lives? A children, a child um, who hasn't lost their kid yet, there, there is joy, there's not self-consciousness. You know, I, I, I was, when I was a child, um, uh, we used to have dances in, the, the, in, in England. There was the AYA, the youth club, any of y'all, you know, um, military bases, and, and we would have dances there. And I danced until my brothers made fun of me. Brothers do that, right? My brothers were really good at it. I never danced again. I really didn't. I never did. Until I was in Africa, in Tanzania, with the Safwa. And, and the men were all dancing in a circle of about 30 guys. And there was freedom and there was joy. And it was awesome. And I'm sitting over there in the dirt on the edge just, just enjoying it. And a man comes over to me and he grabs me by the hand. I don't speak Swahili. <laughs> so I splainified to him that I don't dance. He didn't speak dead adult. He only spoke father's child, and he would not take no for an answer. And he pulled, and I pulled back. And I'm serious, and he pulled more, and I smiled, big, cheesy, you know, religious smile, and said no. And he grabbed me by both uh, with, with both of his hands and he was standing and I'm sitting and then he did this stomp and pull me out the next thing I know I am, I am engaging in a software stomp with all these men around the dance arms around in a circle and you'll see the dance in heaven you know it was awesome don't lose your kid don't sacrifice the will and plan of God the Father because you're carrying sinfully weights and burdens that God never intended for you to carry. I don't know what they are, but all I know is the words of my Savior Jesus who said, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. 
Rest is, is the, beginning, uh, the gift of beginning again with a new vision of life that is from the Spirit of God, free from the weight and the worry of hell, that is love and joy and peace and patience, that is the, the, the freedom of being yourself as a child, that is play, it is wonder, it is creativity, it is engagement, it is, it is blindness to racism, it's just, it's just life. That's what we have to change and become like. Take my yoke upon you. It is, it is the teaching of Jesus as compared to the teaching of religion. Here's what the teaching of religion looks like. And you experts of the law, Luke eleven forty six, 46, woe to you because you load people down with burdens that they can hardly carry and you yourselves won't even lift a finger to help them. And all the dead legalism and all the dead religious rules and all the, the dead religious crud uh, that, that, we, that we place on people that is that is from hell disguised instead of from heaven revealed, none of that's in the kingdom. You got a choice to make today. To listen to Jesus and let him have your burdens, to live carried by the Father, and no matter how hard life gets or how painful, we get to live in the spirit of joy, knowing our Father's got it. I'm gentle and humble, and my yoke is easy. Picture a child living joyfully free from the burden and responsibility of carrying the weight of the world. And that's the picture of God has for life with you from this point forward. How do we change? Well, we repent. <laughs> and what is repentance? Repentance is, is seeing the insanity of sin and joyfully turning to Jesus for, for life. No, I, I mean, give your life to Jesus. Some of you are here and, and you've got religion, but you've never given your life to Jesus. You've never truly become the father's daughter and the father's child. You've, you've added religious knowledge, but you've never changed. And, and let God be God to you. Let father be father. You've never, you've never handed over the burden and the weight of all the hopelessness and despair of the world and, and your life. You've never given that to, to daddy. And I want to suggest that until you do that, you haven't given your life. Secondly, take what Jesus says seriously and live by it. This isn't about Sunday religion. This is about living Jesus seven days a week in such a way that, that the kingdom comes inside of us and, and people see it and want it. Let Jesus touch the deepest part of your heart and learn to distrust your own interpretation of life. Thirdly, become a child carried by grace, um, letting God carry all of the burdens, all the, the adult stuff, all the broken stuff, all the stuff that needs to be redeemed, all the sin stuff, all the fear stuff, all the I'm not good enough stuff, all the, the stuff that makes you not want to live. You, you just hand that to the Father and you go out and play in grace. That's, that's our life. I really believe that with all my heart. That's our life. So here's what I want you to do this week. I want you to pick one thing and turn one, one super big burden in your life into a blessing by letting it go to the Father. Like, like a child who's four saying, Dad, I'm really concerned about the mortgage this month and I don't exactly know uh, how I'm gonna take care of that and I don't have a job right now and I, you know, I know that we're gonna lose our home if, if we can't pay the mortgage, but I'm not gonna worry about that because I know you got that covered. So. I'm going out to play. See you, Dad. You want to help, come help me fly a kite? 
in the spirit of Matthew 18, of becoming a child, and of Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit, pick one thing that makes you a serious and joyless adult this week and hand it to the Father and just go play in grace. What's your one thing? That's the call of God. In just a moment, we're going to celebrate communion. And by communion, we're talking about the union of our lives with the Son of God. And we become sons of Daddy. We become daughters of Father. And, and what we're celebrating in our communion is we're family. And we're free. And we're free not because we're good enough and not because we've done enough. We're free because Abba, Daddy, has made a way for us. And he's already purchased the ticket of freedom. And that ticket is the blood and, and the life of Jesus. And all we have to do is receive it. It's not about earning it or being good enough. It's just about being willing to, to accept the invitation into grace. So if you've never given your life to Jesus, I want to challenge you to, to do that. This, this communion is only for the people willing to be, to be the Father's uh, boys and, and girls. This is, this, is not for the, this is not for the deadly religious. This is not for uh, if you're going to continue to carry your own burdens, if you're going to continue to try to please yourself with sin, uh, if there's not going to be repentance, if, if you're just going to hear and, and be able to stay the same, this is not for you. Let it pass. Do not mock the, the, the cost and the power of the blood of Jesus Christ shed. And if you're not yet a believer today, and, and I just want to say thank you so much for being here, and thank you for hearing a little bit more about Jesus' story and invitation. And, and you keep listening and keep growing and keep having conversations. But if today you're willing to, to listen and to be carried by grace, to receive grace, then I, I'm going to ask you to, to take the bread and cup and, and as as the worship team leads in these few moments to prepare your heart through repentance and letting go of sin, of, of yielding burdens to Father and, and, and inviting joy and to come to Jesus and, and to lay down the weariness of your life and the burdens and let him give you rest. So, Daddy, thank you for the Son. Thank you for giving him to us. Help us in these moments to understand the freedom of grace. Thank you for joining us today at the church at Severn Run. Please visit our website at severnrun.com for church service information, staff directories, or for prayer requests. And if you're in the D.C. Baltimore area, we'd love to have you join us at 8187 Telegraph Road in Severn, Maryland. We look forward to worshiping with you.